You're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 29, Know Your Why. Okay, hello guys. Welcome back. I am in Vegas with Karen. We are in the Vegas closet (laughs) recording this podcast episode. And it needs to be vacuumed. (laughs) And before we started this episode, I just wanted to share that I listened to our um, questioning your thoughts episode recently. And it's been very empowering using like the stuff we talked about and just asking yourself questions about anything. And it's been so empowering because I've seen, like, how I have way more control over, like, what I'm thinking and feeling when I ask myself questions. Like, okay, does that really make you upset? Is that really something that bothers you? Or do you Mm -hmm. just feel like you have to be bothered about that? Mm -hmm. And it's like you ask yourself that, and then it's like, you're just like, oh, maybe that doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. So it's been super empowering. I just thought I had to share that because I thought it was funny that, like, I re-listened to it, and it's like... I thought I knew everything. I thought I didn't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Didn't need that. But then, I don't know. Well, you've been mentioning, like, I was going to call you and have, and talk to you or coach about this, but then I just asked myself questions and I figured it out. Yeah. Like, you said that a lot lately. It's like, I was going to, oh, like, because I'll call you back or mm-hmm. something. And yeah. And I'd be like, never mind. I just asked myself questions and I got out of it. I got yeah. out of the hijacking or whatever. I feel like it's like a little trick I figured out. Like, I figured out yeah. what are the best questions to ask yeah, myself. Like, and that's how I have. I and have specific questions. Yeah. Like, I love the question, who would I be without this thought? Yeah. I love that one. Like, without this one thought, I would be so happy right now. I'd be so much funner to be around. I would be enjoying what I'm doing so much more. So that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And, 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 and I just love that you have your own little questions that help you, and I have my questions that help me. Yeah. Um, Once but, you figure it out, it's like a little trick. Yeah. It's like a little... Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like your own little... I can handle anything because I know what questions to ask. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's funny because you just don't realize you're you're asking yourself questions anyways. We we all day long are asking ourselves questions. The problem is it's coming from your survival brain. And that's why you don't recognize it. You're so used to your survival brain voice. And so it's like, what's wrong with me? You don't realize that you're asking yourself that all the time. What did I do wrong there? Right? Like. Those are the questions your survival brain is always asking. So when you decide to ask different questions, right, it opens up your higher brain and you get different answers. So it's like you're doing it anyway. You just don't realize it. You're just changing it up. So Very cool. So I just thought I would share that because I thought it was really crazy once I figured out what questions like work for me. But today we're talking about a couple different things. And the first thing that we're talking about is something called hijacking. This is a term that my mom uses a lot when she's coaching, so I thought it would be good to kind of like go into detail of what hijacking is, what that looks like, and it also kind of ties into questioning your thoughts because it's like the thing that happens right before you should start questioning your thoughts. That's how you know that yeah. you need to start asking questions as you're hijacked. So, yeah. Okay, tell so, us what it is. So, I, I say hijacking, and it goes with the whole sabotaging yourself. It's like, I just, my survival brain just took over. And it, it hijacked me with these thoughts, okay? And, and so it's just an easier way to say my survive, I'm believing my negative thoughts. That's a hijacking, is when you find that I'm believing this. I'm, so how we know that we're getting hijacked 
is by our emotion. And I had this really crazy experience with this this last week. I'm going to share it because it's been a long time since I've been hijacked with my hypervigilant saboteur, which Mm -hmm. is like my tendency, my survival brain has habits of just getting me to worry and to be very hypervigilant. Okay. And I feel like I've done a lot of work with it. It doesn't really hijack me very often. Like I'm pretty on top of it. Um, but I got hijacked super bad last week. And so I wanted to share how I got myself through the hijacking and how I even knew I was hijacked. So, um, my son has been out of the country for the last six months in Africa. And when he first got to Africa, when he would call home, I would always remind him, Hey, you're taking your malaria pills. When you're in Africa, you have to take malaria pills every day because the mosquitoes there. So when he first got there, every time he would call, which is like once a week, I just in the conversation, I'd be like, hey, you take in your malaria pills? And he'd be like, yep, every day. Eventually, um, and, and that's kind of an area for me that makes me worry is health, mm-hmm. right? And my kids being healthy. And um, so after a couple months, I stopped asking. Well, he, he actually came home this last week, but he, he had his last call, which was on Monday. And he called me, we were talking about what we were going to do when he comes home. And I was just asking him some questions and I didn't see the hijacking coming, but I said, so do you, do you have to keep taking your malaria pills when you get home? And he says to me, Oh mom, I haven't taken those for like two months. And I said, excuse me? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, like, we're so busy. I just, sometimes I forget. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And I was pretty calm at first because I thought he was going to say, just kidding. You know, because like, he knows me. He knows that that's important (laughs) to me. (laughs) Anyway, he never said I was just just kidding. (laughs) That never came out. And so... (laughs) I started getting some feelings and I'm like, you're joking. Like, why would you not take them? And mom, chill. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. No one takes them. It's like the Valeria isn't really big in this area that I'm at, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, I can't believe what I'm hearing. And I, and I'm so mad that you would do this to me. Yeah. And it's just, I started feeling very mad. And um, anyway, he had to go and we, we said our I love yous, but he could tell I was very upset. Yeah. And, and I haven't felt that for a long time, you know, because I'm usually more in tune with my thoughts, but it just, it, it just, I wasn't expecting it. And I got hijacked big time. And I got off the phone and I was like, so mad like I could feel it in my body my face was hot I just couldn't believe that he did that that he didn't take his pills and um I had actually a client that I needed to coach and I was like thank goodness that I have to coach because otherwise I probably would have just sat in the mad thinking I'm justified in being mad that I need to be mad but because I had another client, I really wanted to take care of this because I want to be clear and hold space for my client and mm-hmm. if I'm bringing my own stuff it's really hard to do that so I was just sat there for a minute and I was just started asking myself why okay I'm obviously mad I feel it in my body 
I sat with it. Why am I mad? And I just kept asking myself why. And, and I think that is just such a powerful question um, for everyone. It's just, if you know your why, you're going to be so empowered. Okay. So anyway, I just kept saying, why, am, why are you mad, Karen? Why are you mad? And I found it. I found why I was mad. I was mad because I was believing that if he got malaria, it would be my fault. Yeah. And I was like, wow. That, it was really like, and you know that that's true because when I think it, I get mad. And I was like, wow, that is what I'm believing. And then I just started feeling like less mad because I was like on top of the thought. And I thought, is it my fault if he gets malaria? And my brain started finding this different evidence than it, that it found before. And I, and I came up with absolutely not my fault. And then my brain even kept finding more. And it was like, if there was a list of people whose fault this could be, I would not even be on the list. Yeah. If not the last person at fault. Why? Because I made sure he got all his vaccinations. I took him myself. I asked him, like I checked in with him. Are you taking your malaria pill? Right? Like there is actually absolutely nothing more I could have done to promote him taking his malaria pill. Right? And when I realized that like that is not even true, that it would not be my fault. I was just like the mad was gone and I could tell like now it was just more concern. Mm -hmm. The mad came because I needed to beat myself up for this. It was so interesting to watch this happen for myself and to know what I know and to know that I was hijacked and that my brain was lying to me. So from the concern, I just kept asking myself questions. I said, okay, if he did get malaria, what? What would happen? And I, would, and I showed myself. If he got malaria, I will be there for him. I will help him. I will take him to the doctor. I will help him figure it out and I'll be there for him as a support. And peace. I was just flooded with peace. That I know exactly what action I will take. Everything was fine. And, and, I, and that was an hour. That was a hijacking that lasted an hour. I took care of it by asking why. And, you know, in, in, I can see like in my past, that could have been easily two weeks. Um, that mad could have grown. It could have affected my relationship with him. Cause how dare he do that to me? <laughs> right. Um, it could have affected our homecoming when he came home, but no, I was over it. Fine. Everything's beautiful. Um, so he even like brought it up. I'm like, oh no, it's all good. You're fine. Sorry, I reacted that way. I was thinking it would be my fault. And I explained it to him. Like, you didn't make me mad. That was your decision. And that gives you a result. My thought about it was making me mad. Yeah. And it was really cool to explain that to him. So that is what a hijacking looks like. And it's also how you can stop a hijacking, what that looks like. And the, the question that I think is just the, the kicker was why? Why am I feeling this way? And find the thought and it will be a lie. Yeah. I love that you're showing what a hijacking is. And then the way you got out of it, you're just asking yourself questions. What would happen? Okay, I'd help him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just answering so many questions that are good questions. I eliminated my own anxiety and fear. First, I was mad. I eliminated that. 
Then I got some fear and anxiety about it. And I showed myself what will happen. Yeah. Right. And, and I can't expect him to be vigilant when he hasn't had any experience with medications. Right. Right. And like, and I, I've not taken my medications and I've flared up. Okay. So I've had personal experience to know that I take my medications. He hasn't had that yet. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to make mistakes and grow. And I need to be okay with that. And this is a especially empowering, uh, uh, sorry, powerful for people who are, their kids are growing up, right? And, and they're becoming adults. I've got to let go. I've got to let go and I'll be there for him if he has a consequence that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but why that's easy to, ha- why that easily happens to me and it happens to probably other parents is because at a time in his life, it would have been my fault, mm-hmm. right? If he was three. And he didn't, he's not going to know to take pills. I have to administer them to him. Mm -hmm. It would have been my fault, right? Or I guess we could even look at that thought. But yeah, but that is why it's so easy to carry those beliefs with you. It serves me when he's three. That reminds me to give him his medication, right? That serves me to help me remember like, oh, I don't, I'm responsible for him. I need to do this. This is an example of why we need to go in and question our beliefs and thoughts regularly because life changes. Mm-hmm. He's now 20. I don't have the same responsibility as a parent as I did before. Yeah. Right. But if I'm believing that I have to make sure that he's healthy, but he, yeah, he's making his decision. Like that is an awful way to live. I need to go in and, and check my beliefs yeah. again. So yeah. that's powerful. Cool. That's it was, it powerful. was, it's been, it was very cool to watch and it's very empowering to know that I can get out of a hijacking. So. I love it. Um, so something you said, and I'm going to have you touch on more, is the powerful question of why. I love that. And we've talked about this a little bit before, just you and me, of asking yourself why. Mm-hmm. Why do I want that? Mm-hmm. Why, why do I want to be that person? Asking yourself why helps you find so many answers in yourself. So maybe talk about that too. Yeah. What, 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 what do I mean by that? You know, well, it's just, I think at, knowing your why is very empowering because you're going to need your higher brain to find your why. Yeah. So that's shutting down your survival brain when you ask questions like that. Okay. Okay. So, but it worked really well for me with that hijacking, but it can work in so many other ways. If you know your why, why do I want to get married? Why do I want to have kids? Why do I want to eat this right now? Why don't I? Why do I want to stop doing this? You've got to know why. Now, if any of those answers are going to be so people will love me, so I can, you know, like it helps you know, oh my goodness, I am looking for other people for my confidence. Yeah. If you know your why, you know your work. Yeah. Right? It's, 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 It's really great for my clients because if they know their why, then I can help them. Yeah. Like I, like so for an, just an example, someone who's trying to lose weight, I want to, I want to go eat this. That's not on my protocol. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to? And I will ask them, why do you want to eat that? When you said you don't want to eat it yesterday. Yeah. Then they have to acknowledge, I want to eat that because I'm bored. I mm-hmm. want to eat that because I'm feeling sad. Yeah. Or I'm feeling lonely. Once you know that now we can coach. Yeah. Now I can help you work through that. Yeah. So this is just a really powerful way 
that you can coach yourself. Yeah. Right? Like I, I coach myself through that and you can do it too by knowing what questions to ask. So cool. Yeah. It's so cool. This actually reminds me of this um, professor came into my work that teaches at my campus and he, I think he teaches psychology and he was talking about kind of the why, but he wasn't saying why. Mm-hmm. And for my work, we work with people that like work out and we have like trainers at my work and stuff like that. So he was talking about why pe like what m- people's motivation is to work out. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, if you ask them why they, why they want to work out and stuff or what, why they want to like accomplish something, you need to have them find a better result than like a physical appearance. Yeah. Cause or that's based on not, what someone else or think like of them. It, mm-hmm. or impressing someone else. Cause mm-hmm. that's not going to give them usually enough motivation. Things that are going to give you motivation are like the things that people really care about in life, family, friends. Um, so if you make it more like, I want to work out right now because later in my life, I want to be healthy and strong so I can do this with my kids. That's so, that's like a way bigger motivation than like, I want to look good. It's right more now. compelling. Yeah. And that'll get them to keep going. So that's it just reminded good. me of that's that. Good. Yeah. Like really find your why, especially if you want to make a change in your life. It doesn't even have to be anything to do with working out or weight loss. Just like any change in your life, figure out why you want to make that change for real. Be honest with yourself. Be so honest yeah. or else it's not going to work. Yeah. And then that's going to help you actually want to make those changes. But if you keep telling yourself sometimes like, oh, I want to wake up earlier. I want to do this. But you don't but, know why you do. You don't it just why. sounds good to you right now. You're, you're, you don't have a compelling you, reason. Yeah. And you're just like kind of hurting yourself. You're just making yourself you're just, like, and you're, and yeah, you're just like, I just need to be letting better. yourself down. You're yeah. not building any trust with nope. any power for yourself. Yeah. That's so good. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why good. I love the why. Because I feel like along with asking yourself questions, the why one is just the one that'll really get you going. Okay. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. What, what do I want out of this life? What do I, who do I want to be? It's a great to get you started. But yeah, know your why. Yeah. And you will be very empowered. So empowered. Thanks for listening to this episode. If this helped you in any way, please give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. and. We will see you next time.